Afternoon, everyone. Talking trade live with on the tools. It's Thursday. It's half twelve, and today's topic is well, customers. We'll work for them unless we do site work. So it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, please keep comments coming in. We're going to read them out. What's the worst experience you've had? The best experience. Uh, joining me today is Jen, and as we probably know, she's a decorator, also working for customers. Jen, what's the best customer you've had to start with? The best customer? I think I've had quite a few, actually. I've had some that have bought me massive bottles of Southern Comfort. I've had one that bought me perfume for my birthday. Um, I've had one that gave me £250 in a Christmas card. Um, yeah, I've had, so I've had quite a few really nice ones and uh, one particular nice, not nice, nasty one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what would be interesting to see as a trade which trades get seem to get the best or the worst because obviously decorators are last in. You're the ones that might get the most So I'm conscious there's a really bad echo here, Jen. I don't know if you can hear me okay. Yeah, I can hear your echo, but I can hear you. So, yeah, let us know, everybody, what your trade is and if you can get all the bad customers because um, decorators are last in, as I've just said, so they're going to probably get the drink at the end of the job. Um, what really is a bricklayer? Is a ground worker going to get a brick coming in to do an extension? Probably not. Um, I mean, the contractor may get something at the end of it. Uh, my last drink for all the guys was six years ago. Um, I, it's the rich people, the ones with the money don't tend to put their hand in their pocket. Uh, the normal people in life I found are the better ones. So, Jen, come on, then. what's your worst? I presume not being paid is the worst thing for us, not, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so it was a little old lady, um, which I thought was a lovely old lady at the first. When I went round to quote, she already asked me if I could put her Christmas decorations back in the loft for her. So I did that. Um, then I took my pictures and sent over the quote, etc. Then when it came to starting work, she seemed to like having afternoon naps on the sofa whilst I was trying to decorate that room with like my sanders on and everything else. So it got to the point where I was too scared to put like my sanders and that on because she just like lay on the sofa, throw a blanket over her, and then she was just off to sleep. And I was just like crouching down next to the sofa, looking at her, thinking, "What? What are you doing? Why can't you go up to bed if you want a nap? Like, why? Why on the sofa?" And as well, she smoked twenty uh, odd fags a day in the room that I'm working in as well. Um, and me not being a smoker. Um, See, so, so I would have told her to pack it up because you can't go into someone's house. I mean, you know, you wouldn't, you can't even smoke in pods these days. So to go into a place of work, no matter what it is, someone puffing around without a fag, I would have walked out because that's not a fair environment. Yeah. I suppose the other customers that we all, I was going to ask you this, Jen, the watchers. The ones that stand there and ask you a million questions. Oh, I've seen this on YouTube. You're like, oh, go and do it yourself then. Have you had many watchers? Um, I think they do, if they're home, but majority of the time they're uh, they're at work. So 
apart from obviously this old lady that sat on sat or slept on the sofa the full time um watching me um I've had a few come in and go oh yeah and pointed up and but they go what do you think of my cutting in then Jen and I'll look and I'll be like yeah don't give up your day job <laughs> well this is the thing isn't it you do get a lot of watchers that have been on YouTube think they can do everything I think my worst customers are the ones that don't pay and the extensions refurbs that we used to do some of them up to a quarter of a million plus they'd always get to the end and not pay the last instalment and come up with some crap or just look you in the eye and say, take me to court. And it's not just me, there's many, many people around this area that I know that are in the same place. I think the problem with being self-employed, a lot of time, a lot of stress and can be a fair bit of money to get money back out of somebody. And I think these customers know that. Um, Knights Templar, it's always the old girls that like to tip. Um, I think you're right. I think it's a generation thing. Um, the older customers do make you more tea. They do give you a drink at the end of the job. Um, I think you're right. I think it's a generation thing. Um, going back to the comments again, Sean Oliver currently chasing money from a facilities management company. Bloody hell, Sean. It, it, it's terrible, mate. Facilities management company. I mean, it's, you know, I only work in the private sector, so for customers, but companies like that... I mean, Jen, do we need to be, um, what's the word, um, not more robust, but getting more money up front? Because we're giving titles, all these cowboy builders, cowboy this and that, but at the end of the day, our customers are worse than us. Well, with this old lady as well, she decided that she wasn't going to pay the final balance. So not only was it the fact that she was sleeping on the sofa in the room that I'm trying to decorate, she was smoking a 20 bag a day while I'm in there trying to work. But she also bumped me the last 400 and odd pounds out of, from the final balance as well. And you, I thought, you know, nice old lady, but she turned into quite a nasty, spiteful old lady that was trying to blame me for things that I never did or that were in rooms that I wasn't even painting in and just to get out of paying this money. She sent me like really long nasty emails. Um, she just was she was just awful. But I still take with every customer. I take a thirty percent deposit, no matter what the job. I take thirty percent upfront, and if it's a big job, I take stage payments throughout the job as well, which I did with this one. But again, got to the final balance, and she just decided she didn't want to pay the final balance on this one. Well, there's a lot of them out there. I think as an industry, we've got to sort this out. Contracts, um, I still don't think there's a contract out there that I actually thoroughly believe in. Um, there's various different ones, but I don't know what I'm happy with yet. Uh, just changing the subject slightly, if you're wondering what's behind me, um, acros and various um, beams and stuff, because I'm on this charity project on the tools of the we're raising the which is obviously the construction charity. So if you uh, would like to come along, give us a hand. Uh, it's in North Surrey, looking for all trades to come and help. And um, we're going to be raising a lot of money for charities. So please get in touch with me on social media. 
Uh, it's going to be a riot. It's going to be a lot of fun here. Double story extension to build and a complete refit. Uh, so do get in touch. And good thing with this, there's no customers. So we're all going to get on and work hard. Back to the comments. Um, Aaron McGarry, the Michael Myers one's the worst. Not there, but when you turn around, they've appeared from nowhere. I'll tell you what, customers in the league of their own doing that. I know what you mean. Um, Mac Mac often used to watch a contractor, used to be a plumber's mate. I watch a little to learn. There's nothing wrong with watching on a job to learn. That's how I learned. I didn't go to college or apprenticeships. I was just watching guys that were way older than me, way more experienced than their trade. I think it's the customers that just appear and they're there like that over the back of the truck all day, every day. Um, sorry, Jen, just coming back to you. Um, Ian Miller. Um, oh, it's Ian up in Scotland. How are you, my friend? Um, he's chasing a boiler payment from a client in September. Do we let customers get away with too much? Do you think that's why they do that to us? Um, I think we I think we are a bit soft. I know I certainly am. I didn't chase this old lady um, because of morally. I felt she is an old lady and can I take an, an elderly lady to court for, for money? So I didn't with that one. But as I said to you earlier, a few days ago, I just put in a court claim online um, for another client who owes me money from last year, last October. I've been chasing it and I'm just being ignored everywhere. So I do think we need to stipulate more in terms and conditions start saying we're going to add interest on and, you know, just make the point that if, if, they, if they want to try and uh, bump us, then then we're going to be taken to court and adding on the interest. Well, I think we need a very simple contract that protects all tradespeople and customers for that matter, not these long-winded things that could be in Greek because they're legal speak. Um, Aaron McGarry back again. Oh my God! I, I'm going to tell you a story about your your family. A clock box is all you finished at two. It's not a full day. Any excuse to come and dock your money. Listen, we went in on a Saturday on a job to finish a bit of brickwork, and I it was an extra bit on the front of the um, front room, and I told them it's a day's work. So therefore, it's a day's money. Um, there was me and another lad, and we worked out if we not. You know, knock it out big time, get there early, no breaks, no team. You can be done by two, you said. And he didn't pay me the full day's money. Now, a price is a price. A price is a price. He accepted the price. If we finish at midday or midnight, you still pay us that amount. Um, I'll tell you the most important thing on any job, Jen tea. Do you think enough tea is given to us trades? Um. I get quite a lot made for me, um, depending on the houses. Obviously, at the moment, with COVID and everything, there's still a lot of clients that prefer not to make you tea. But there's always a cup, a spoon, the kettle and everything left out for me to help myself if they're working from home and too busy to make me one. But I do love the, the other um, old ladies that bring up um 11 sears she goes oh it's 11 sears and brings up a plate of biscuits and a coffee and then at lunchtime i got two rolls and more coffee and crisps and 
And then at, say like three in the afternoon, I get more biscuits and, and more tea. Um, but I'd say I actually get treated quite well, actually. Well, I don't understand. People must realise, give us a cup of tea, I mean, Christ, biscuits or cake, you know, we're going to do so much more for you. And also, it's manners, ask how you are and, you know, make tea and coffee. Um, yeah. I do right. think at the moment where with COVID and everything still lingering about, I think clients are a bit more wary of making you tea from, from their own money, yeah. and you, you know. Uh, John Scott, the worst of hagglers. God, bloody hell, I hate them. Don't give mates rates to strangers. Totally agree. Um, losing the title, isn't it? Mates rates and strangers asking for it. They can do it. Um, well, that's what I did with the, the the one that I just decided to take the court. I did do mates rates for, and he still bumped me. <laughs> no, I mean, it's free estimates. This is another thing we talked about a few weeks ago. Should we be charging free estimates? Um, so well, we got uh, Mr. London Plumbers joined us. I'm actually in the classroom, guys. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm here. How's it going? Yeah, good. So we're, just, we're just going. I'm sorry, I'm just going to go back to the comments. Um, John Scott was saying free estimates, meaning you get the total cost for the job and nothing else. If you want the materials list and breakdown of expenses, pay for it. Kind of contract to guarantee the job. Jen, do you ever break down your materials and labour? Because I think it's a bit of a cheat. Um, I actually do break it down on my quotes. I do a description of works, cost of labour. I then list all materials, and then it's a materials price, and then the deposit and or stage payments. Everything gets worked out at the bottom at the end. Um, I just use an app for mine though, so it's sort of it's got its place and it does it all for me really but i do i do write it out that way jake woodward uh clients who like to buy the materials uh mr london plumber probably not much for you unless you're doing bathrooms and stuff but i'm not i'm not a fan of that because you can't guarantee the quality no i definitely think that you can't guarantee the quality because i think um, some things what you know as a trade person, yeah, other people don't know about like, you know, I oh, just got a trap and it's from, um, it's like, uh, let's say like they wanted a particular type of trap that had a gargling noise, but I've just got a normal trap which I got from Screwfix or something like that. You and I know um, that might not be the best quality one we're looking for, so sometimes the quality control can be done by the customer due to just looking at the prices a bit, you know, like someone looks at it and they're like, oh, I'll just go for the cheapest one which isn't always the best could you log back in mate because the echo on this is almost impossible to hear um it's, it's... no worries i'll log back in now sorry jen just going back to some of the comments here um knights templar again um i'm in total agreement with your comments mate you know to customers buying materials i'm well in agreement with that also, the stock um, really estimating since we brought it up. Small numbers are simple. Jobs are now charged. We should charge. It takes time. I know. I am. Um, so people's houses, price it up, come back, especially on bigger jobs. Jen, do you charge for yours? I don't, but I actually wish that I did sometimes because um, sometimes I've had to go back and double check measurements and, and everything like that. I've also had clients that want me just to pop over, 
just to go through the colour cards and the colour choices and my opinion and what do I think will go and do I think this colour would work well there? And I think to myself, I should be charging as a colour consultation, you know, I should be adding this on, but I just don't. And I think they all just expect expect you to keep giving and giving for free because at the end of the day, you know, you they've given you a job. But Jen, it's your, this is what I'm trying to. We've got to start charging for our time. You know, solicitors. The minute they pick that phone up or start writing you a letter, they charge. Yeah, and I think it's me. I'm scared. Six, I, seven I feel... customers and not 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 charge them. You know, if if you want ideas for your extension, if you want ideas for colours, bathroom suites, you know, flooring. Um, by all means, I think we should, yeah, go along and give them a quick bit of advice. But keeps going back and back and back. I'm not going to give my time for free. Um, Trevor has said he never breaks down materials um, or work with customers who supply their own stuff. I think we're in agreement here, most of us. Lots of customers we don't know where it's coming from, the quality's going to be appalling. Um, other comments. Uh, Mark Andrews asking for stage payments throughout the project is okay. Interestingly, I've never done stage payments. I always do weekly calls. My theory is if you are on a job extension, you get paid on all the brickworks and you're up to play. But with four courses off and you had a month to swim, you're not getting paid. So I get a weekly 20% up front, weekly draw, which is the same, and then and retention amount once the thing's finished. So, I, well, I thought that helped it. It didn't. Uh, Mr. London Plumber, what's your worst customer? My worst customer I probably had was someone who was just interested in changing their mind at every stage and um, just wasn't happy with, obviously, something sometimes what they've picked. They've picked the bath, but they wasn't happy with it because of how it looked aesthetically. And just wanted to share the blame when... You know, like I think at some points I stand back and I and I and I do what someone asks me to do. Sorry, there's a really bad echo. I don't know, Jen. Could you turn yours down a little bit? I'm not sure where it's coming from, but it's. Uh, um, it's... I can just hear it. I can only hear it your end, Andy. Um, sorry. Back to comments. Um, I'm going to try. There's to a good one from Michael Radcliffe. The one that annoys me is I'll pay you cash. Because it doesn't make it cheaper, as he's rightly says. It means you've got to queue up at the post office for an hour and put it in the account, and it's got to go through your books. Also, listen, we've all done cash. Anyone that says they haven't is lying. You can't spend it. You can't yeah. pay for your mortgage, your holiday, your car. Um, you know, everything these days, you know, we're virtually cashless. So, you know, if you do a cash job, it's a nightmare to try and spend it. Um, so I think that's another thing. These people think, oh, you're saving money. Yeah, I'll pay it through the books, mate. Then then it's all legit and there's, there's a comeback as well. Um, yeah, I do, I do find that if people say, oh, how much for cash? And I'm like, well, the same because I'll still, I'll, I've still got to go and put pay it in the bank and end up, you know, having to pay tax on it and everything else. So, like, I would not 
you know, and that, but they do they do think, you know, if they do pay you cash, that you'll knock a big wedge off. <laughs> I think they feel as if it's a big incentive with the cash nowadays because it's like, you know, can I get a better price because I'm paying cash? But really and truly, it's not really. You should really be getting a higher price if you're paying cash, but... Um, I think it's seen as, as as an incentive, as in like what's um, instant money. But yeah. also cash. If I pay cash in, I get charged 0.95% to my bank. So if I'm paying in a grand, mm. why am I paying nearly a tenner for that privilege? The customers can just do a back transfer. It, it's quicker, it's easier, and I'm not losing a tenner. Um, yeah. I think um, David Lewis agrees with that. He said cash deposits are often more expensive to bank with, and they are. Um, mm -hmm. So customers do know this. Barry Holt's worst customer was a woman who wanted me to put power back on to make a brew. She made her own and said, right, turn it off again. Left it off all day the annoyance of other trades. <laughs> this is the other thing. Customers don't realise when they don't pay us, we might leave them a nasty little surprise. Um, I'm not saying I've done it, but I'm sure okay, people have. And um, listen, there's a lot of examples of people turning water off, putting a you know an isolating valve somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and, and no one can find it. You know, as you say, power's another thing. Jen, have you ever left a surprise to someone not paying? No, although I have been told to, I forgot, I did actually have another um, nightmare client who wanted to knock £200 off. Um, at one point, her and her boyfriend were having sex in the bedroom while I was decorating the other bedroom. Whoa. Um, I was redecorating. Are you the sure you were working, Jen, or is that one of your weekend things that you go to? <laughs> no, definitely working. Well, I was trying to, but they'd taken all the radiators off in the whole house, and it was in December. I was freezing. I was literally my hand was shaking trying to cut in. I took heat and everything, but it was still so cold. Um, and she, yeah, she was just um, what was it? What did she do? Yeah, just cutting all the all the heating off completely, but. She was taking a little fire in to her sort of area just to keep her nice and cosy and warm. But the rest of the house is like being in an ice box. Well, I've had some brilliant customers. Um, I I did have um, a brilliant one that we were there for. We were there nearly a year. The tea was great. And at the end of the job, she cooked everyone a fry up, which was banging. Um, but one of the worst I've had, and this was a long time ago, 15, 20 years ago, I was doing a downstairs shower room it's basically a shower and a toilet and a very small basin on the side of the house and again jen it was in that winter the lady was sitting in the kitchen i could see through the window reading a paper magazine with a hot cup of tea and i was cutting all the tiles outside and i was freezing about minus five minus six and i was absolutely freezing and she kept looking at me not once did she ask make a cup of tea so i took my own kettle i went to tesco's bought a cheap kettle you know, the one with no name that you know is not going to work properly. And I took a little pint of milk in. And then the following day, I got back to work. The milk had frozen. And I went to ask if I could borrow a little bit of milk for my tea. And look, I got disgust. And I thought, I'm here shivering, you know, knocking ice off everything to try and get your, your cloakroom done. And you can't even give me a bit of milk for my tea. So, Mr. Oh, Plummer, have you had any horrors like that? Um, I've had horrible customers, I think, where um, 
some people have been more pedantic, I would say, when it comes to um, the final payment and making sure, oh, I want these things done before we pay you anything. So, you know, you go around spending two, three days on a job, just doing the finer things on the job where you think, you know what, that's for the snag after. But you know what, I get it if you're not going to pay me. We're not even going to go down that road from now. So I think I've... I've had a few. I definitely, definitely say I've had a few, but um, I would say I've done a job in Raynham in a factory, in a really big commercial factory for a really big company. And they was so funny about not paying me and not paying the, my whole team that I had. I gave most of my money in what I had in my hands to my friends to be paid. And I said, you know what, I'll come back for the two days and suffer and wait for this guy to pay me just a little bit of money. Because I just realised to myself sometimes... You know, um, I get it, people want something done, but there's obviously a way of going about it and just being human about it, not being like, not being a dick or an arsehole. Like, we can all do that in your spare time, but I think sometimes to perpetuate that against each other, you know, I could tell the type of person he was before because, I, like I said, I heard him speak to people in the company. So I knew what kind of person he was. I just didn't realise he was going to do it to me. That's what was more of the taken back. Because other than that, he seemed really cool, but... When I experienced that from him, I said, like, after he paid me, I did give him, I like to get, I gave him the lecture after. I said, you know what, you shouldn't treat people like that, you know? And I get it that we're here to do a service, but you know, like the way you've done this and this and this, and you didn't even offer us a drink. We've been here for X amount of time. Uh, you weren't interested in helping us with finding the valves, doing nothing. But okay, I get it. We've got the job done. But in future references, if we do, do any jobs for you anytime future, everything has to be signed and paid way in advance. Sorry, I'm smiling, Mr. Plumber, because um, Aaron McGarry's been back on. This guy seems a legend. Um, someone didn't pay me once. Uh, it wasn't silly amounts, but it was on a posh estate. Their door was unlocked on their car, so I let the handbrake off. The car was in the middle of the road, causing an obstruction. <laughs> Listen, there's, there's so many ways of, of us getting our own back. And, uh, yeah. you know... Being pleasant, asking how we are, you know, a cup of tea here and there, it's not asking much. Um, there's, there's definitely Lewis has said the same, it's the people with the money, the ones that don't pay. Uh, totally and utterly um, agree with that. There's, um, I don't get it why people, as he says, that are struggling a bit are the fastest payers, more likely give us a yeah. tip. Um, they're, they're normally the people who are the nicest, like they're going out their way to give you a cup of tea. I've had old ladies, I've come to consultants in their house. And I get them for free, yeah? That's the truth. So if I get it for free, I'm not going to use it at my house. I'll fit in someone else's. Oh, how much do you want paying for that? Don't worry about it. The ladies went in her purse and bought me out 20 quid. Get yourself something nice. I said, listen, I appreciate that. Because some of the people in the houses I go to in Belgrave Square, they ain't even asking you about the parking. The parking's like £22 an hour, mate. If you sort the parking out, we're fine. Do you know what I mean? Well, just conscious of running out of time. Half an hour has flown by. Just to finish off, um, this job I'm sitting on with the acros and whatnot behind me is the charity project raising money for the Lighthouse Club. On the tools are going to be covering it starting the 19th of April. Uh, all trades are welcome. Come down. Um, obviously, going to pay you, but all I expect is give 10% of your wages to the Lighthouse Club because without them, you know, a lot of us trades have struggled over the years. Uh, mentally, physically and financially. So they've been a brilliant charity. So come on down. Um, we've got a lot of coverage from on the tools. I think the Mirror are covering it. ITV News coming down. Um, we're going to have a lot of youngsters in here learning, learning their trades. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Um, and yeah, it's in North Surrey. Drop me a message on um, Instagram. It'd be great to have you along because there's no customers here, so we can have an absolute riot and also graft away. Uh, the is always on. And I think from what we've learned from this little chat today, customers can be brilliant, but they can also be nightmares. So um, I think the only advice to everyone is try and get some sort of agreement, written contracts up front, even if it is just for a week's work, because, listen, we all need every penny we can get. Um, but things are busy. Uh, everyone's grafting away at the moment, so that's great. I think we've got one of the biggest booms coming up in construction for the last 50 years um, for various reasons. So have a great afternoon, everyone. Uh, Mr. London Palmer and Jen, thanks ever so much. And, uh, yeah, let's know about the charity project. It's great to see you all here. And uh, I'll be back same time next week. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Cheers, Andy. Thanks, Jen. Bye. See ya. Bye.